And welcome to the Keylock Podcast. My name's John Major. With me, as always, is Mr. Aaron Keylock and Johnny Hudson. I feel like I did that completely wrong there. <laughs> Even though I've just said your name. You know, uh, you know who I am, Joe. I do, yeah, roughly. <laughs> it's, it's not like we've been in a band for, for years or out, so you know, there's no reason for me to remember your name. But it, get, it must be getting on two years now. It is. Um, yeah, we've been two years. Um, this summer, wasn't it? Because we sort of started in August the summer. when we Joe came in, yeah. That's if we're counting this year as a year. That's which <laughs> nobody is. So is years years. Yeah. yeah. We've barely been together for for a month at the moment. I don't, I don't think we should count anything towards um, what we've done because I mean, the first year we were just out in Europe, which it was it was great, but it wasn't really, you know. No. I think it was um, it was like the weirdest kind of like acid test or like mm. the kind of most kind of high pressure acid test ever like a lot of bands will play like small clubs you know what I mean and, and like be pubs and stuff and, you know and things about a local rock bar or something like yeah. early on the bill to cut their teeth did we do that? Yeah. no we went and headlined a couple of big fucking stages <laughs> <laughs> I like the past couple of weeks I've just kept thinking back to Switzerland and like how much oh. I just want to do that again yeah like do it properly this time because like the first time obviously we've changed bassist since then all of our songs have kind of changed hit bits here and there um, and I feel like we're a lot more sure of ourselves now than yeah. we were when we did that so I feel like if we did it now it would like it'd be mind blowing but I mean yeah. it was it was mind blowing back then but yeah can you imagine again? Exactly. That, that is good point, point two as to why I would love to do that again is because we spent the entire afternoon inside the sauna. Do you remember that point where I, where I kind of said, boys, everybody stop. Right now, you are a rock star. You're in, <laughs> in Switzerland, overlooking mountains in like a 12 fucking star hotel in a sauna before we play to thousands of people just have this moment now you are a rock star you've made it even for today you're a rock star I remember uh, after you I Joe came knocked to my dorm he's in the dressing gown with the slippers and everything he's like I'm not sure if I want fans to see me like this or not I mean, there was no fans walking about in that hotel. Unless they were absolutely loaded because those rooms were, were expensive. But yeah, like the yeah. problem was, was we were knocking about in the afternoon in our dressing gowns and, you know, hotel branded slippers and doing the full <laughs> shebang. But we had no idea if anybody was going to turn up to watch us yeah. play that night. No, we had no. not a clue. I mean, we'd seen the stage, so we know roughly what we're playing to, but it was like, who's going who's gonna to turn up to see a band that they don't know? Like, yeah. we hadn't. We haven't released anything, so like, they don't know what we sound like. Um, we're just a name on a bill, really. Um, and then everyone showed up. I I think what we had going for is, and this is the thing that still baffles me, um, is that we headlined that stage. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so I think if we'd have been earlier on the bill, I think people might have been like, well, I've yeah. never heard them, so fuck it but I think as we headlined everyone was like well they're headlining so they must be good like we yeah. were technically main support to Joss Stone because Joss Stone because we headlined the B stage and and it was staggered wasn't it so she headlined the A stage you know and you go right hang on so a band that you've never heard of is supporting Joss Stone at this major <laughs> European festival overlooking a lake <laughs> yeah my my all my other bands played an half an hour set in the Zanzibar like, yeah. you know, the way of it was was we'd um we'd organize to kind of meet back at the stage at a certain time so we did that then immediately i remembered that i'd left my bloody earplugs back in the hotel so i had to sprint back look it was only like a five minute walk sprinted uh, back got them came back and we were all just kind of taking turns just like wandering out to kind of see what the crap was out there see what the crowd size was like and and like as soon as we kind of peeked our heads out everyone was like like and pointing at us and like being like, oh my god, there they are! Like that's that's the band. Yeah. I was like, how do they know who we yeah. are? Like obviously we we look like we're musicians and stuff, but like 
that's still weird that yeah. they kind of really did recognise us. And- yeah, it was, it was weird. And I think what, what was really weird is that when we kind of walked out to, um, hey, no, great, there was a there was a hubbub. There was like a kind of, what? Like a, <laughs> it's like, you fucking don't know who I am. Behave. You know? <laughs> I mean, we did, we did have some lovely uh, Swiss bloke come out and give us a, a nice introduction in, in Swiss. So we had not a clue yeah. what he was saying. Yeah. Followed by post-show massages. You know what? <laughs> I've actually got the, um, <laughs> on that tape, of the you know the soundboard that John did, um, there's a bit in the intro where he because it's I think it's French he's talking he's speaking French and that because I'd said to him earlier, um, listen I know yeah. we legally so you know just sharing sharing is caring yes yeah sharing is caring yeah I was like yes. <laughs> Sounds about right for us. Yeah, man. Oh. All right. So, um, yeah. it's worth mentioning. I know I briefly mentioned it at the start of last week's podcast, which you were there for. I did it separately. Um, but this week, we uh, finally launched the website. We did it. Yeah. Um, Joe did it. Banana. <laughs> we were all participants. I watched. <laughs> I mean, you sent me the T-shirts. So that, that was <laughs> We signed off on it. <laughs> well, I can't believe management was so happy mm. to just send yeah. it off. Like, yeah, because like the thing is, usually there's been a few things we've done in the past where management have come to us and been like, "We need this X, Y, or Z," and we're like, "Right, we can do that because we have the tools between us to create, okay. make whatever." Um, and it's like. At this point, it's like a 50-50 as to whether they'll go, that's completely not what we asked for, we need something completely different to buy yesterday, or whether they're like, that's great, thank you very much, no more yeah. interaction. Um, so luckily this one was on, on the good side of the 50, where uh, <laughs> they, were, they were more than happy with the website. And There is usually, though, an editing process, isn't there? Usually we send them stuff over, and they go, that's great. Uh, well, they either go, no, 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 start over, or that's great, but... But this yeah. one, they can yeah, fantastic. And I was like, yeah, am I yeah. missing the email? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the one that was uh, the worst one was the coming home video. Because <laughs> yeah. we had like a, a really, really strict time frame to make it in because um, we we checked at the diary and everybody was doing something on every other weekend apart from this one singular weekend. And even then, we, I had to fight to get Anna the time off so that she could actually come down and film it because otherwise I would have ended up having to film the entire video which would have been crap because I wouldn't, wouldn't have been in it. Um, <laughs> Where's the drummer? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so I knew what I wanted to get out of the coming home video and it, it wasn't at all meant to be a kind of this is us playing along to the track but kind of miming to it. I wanted it to feel sort of like a home video type thing um because it's that kind of song it's like you want it to feel more personal and at, at that point in time we, we weren't well that's it even even now we're probably still not particularly capable of doing that style of video where it is us miming along because we don't have the speakers and stuff to to do that i just um, don't think it's very, it's not very yours either i don't no. think no not at all um I think that the nice thing about a video, sorry to kind of knock you off track a little bit, is that you don't, like, if you want to see us, w- what we look like when we're playing the song, come and see us live, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of like what the Shine video is, isn't it? It's like a live video with the dub yeah. and the rest. Um, but the, the coming home thing for me, was all, it was just like kind of like a, a day in the life of Keylock, which it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's just yeah, us yeah. knocking about and, and, and pissing around with each other and... Yeah, I mean, at the time it was very stressful, and I was freaking out, going like, "We've only got you know X amount of footage, but I don't know how much of X amount of footage is actually usable. So we mm. need to film, you know, at least like an hour's worth was what I was sort of aiming for, um, because even though I mean it's only a seven-minute-long song, but like, if you don't have the right amount of footage or the right sort of length of each clip, it it just doesn't work. And so I was like 
I was just freaking out the entire day, but um, we ended up like going into the uh, that's like no, shop. The, well, you, you managed to cover it really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, I'm really good at covering when I'm stressed out. <laughs> yeah, you're really good at hiding those emotions, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> I try not to get stressed out, but like in those kinds of situations when it yeah. is like absolutely on us to kind of get stuff sorted. You're better just to shout it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I spent the entire day going, we need to try this location, this location, this location, just like as many different bits as we can. We tried going into a, an arcade, that just didn't work. And it's a um, bit like herding cats, you know, like between me and Tom, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh look, there's a bird. Let's go over here, Tom. <laughs> that bit, no. the, the funny thing is, like we didn't I don't think we'd actually planned to go in the vintage shop. I think we were about to wrap for lunch. Yeah. And I, th- I think you said, oh, that looks cool in there. And then Tom just burst in and went, can we film in here? And the guy was like, yep, don't worry about it. And we were like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really nice street, actually. It's that old town or something it's called. I like that round there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that ended up sort of being like an entire section of the song was, um, yeah. I was just wondering about it there. Um, we had that shot of Tom with his glasses on next to the Elton, the Elton John record. record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah so we, we got that all filmed um, and I was like I think I think we've got enough got it back and as we started building it up and adding extra bits to it I was like now this is actually like really starting to take shape nicely and it looks exactly how I anticipated it looking so we've got it there got it all ready and this was like kind of been the couple of weeks before we released the track so there wasn't there mm. wasn't time to do anything else it was like this is it like um so we sent it over and managed to like this is not what we asked for <laughs> we wanted a sort of priming style video where, where you're playing along to the track and i was like tough you're not getting one because <laughs> this is it this is the video um, done that, yeah. yeah so we ended up like stalling the video that was why the video came out quite a long time after the, the track. Worked out for the best, actually. It gave us kind of two releases out of one, to be fair. Yeah, it gave, gave it a second wind, that's for sure. Um, mm. Management were like, we kind of want the industry side of it to see just the track for now, and then you can put the video out to, you know, whoever wants to watch it. Um, but that was, that was probably up there with the most stressful time I've had in the band was like, around that period just trying to get that video shoot sorted in the first place and then there was the fact that like it was the first time we were playing with connor so i was like is connor going to work in the band and mm. if not then how how are we going to release a video with the minute when he's not in the band? Well, like i'm pretty sure that in that period of time we had uh we'd we'd had we just had to re we just finished writing about five songs and we had, because uh, we thought we were playing for an hour, didn't we, in Switzerland? And then they were like, no, it's it's 90 minutes minimum. And that's what you've signed off on. That's what the agent signed off on. And we were like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have to get those songs together then. And that's when Trouble Follows Me, 10 Years yeah. Too Late, uh, yeah. Dope. Yeah. Um, red Lights. Red Lights. Um, and there's something else. I can't remember what it was now. Um, and that's when we were like, right, when we're going to have to, they're going to have to be in the set. And I think we threw Wishing Well in there as a kind of, because we yeah. jammed Wishing Well away for uh, 25 miles. And um, so we had that. So we had a, a 90 minute set when we only really had about an hour's worth of material. Um, but I think those songs kind of, for, for the, the the rush job of it, that pressure, I actually think was like a pressure cooker and it, it just cooked them up nicely, you know, because it was out of necessity. These have to be good. These have to be playable. Yeah, yeah. Um, then from that then jack was moving on after that so we had that <laughs> so we had to find the new bass player yeah. then then we had to release coming home yeah and then, our, a, then our agent left to go join another company our agent left to go and join another yeah bigger um, company and she didn't take us with her so. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> and and all the while we had um we had to learn Connor in for the Glasgow gig because we had that Glasgow show for the launch coming home. 
So it was to get to Glasgow and back on fifty quid. Get yeah, yeah. getting to Glasgow and back on fifty quid. That was no. You're probably right there, man, because I remember thinking, "How the shit the bed are we gonna do this? Like, mm-hmm. like how are we gonna do this?" And then the uh, yeah, I also remember the pressure of getting a London gig together to get a new agent because uh, we wanted the black heart, then that pulled out, and Barry couldn't get replies, and then we were looking for other venues, but we couldn't find any, and then it was that was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, and that was all sort of around the same time period, wasn't it? Because yeah. yeah, it was all yeah. like kind of that between Switzerland and and the start of this year. Um, and you know, the mental thing is like as as stressful as it is at times, and there's times like where I'll I'll be on my couch just like, oh my god, how are we gonna make this work? Yeah. I would much rather be tearing my hair out trying to make something work than sat here doing nothing like waiting for the phone to ring. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It, I miss the fight, man. I miss the, you know, the, the it's 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 us five versus the world kind of thing. I miss that, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely, yeah. And I think that one of the things that um, you know, when people say, "Oh, you live so far away," doesn't that make it like kind of awkward? It's like it does make it awkward, but at the same time, for me, it makes it, it it's put the fire in me belly to kind of go. But it, it has to work now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've all worked so hard, and it, it's and coming together to do it makes. Yeah makes it even more kind of the pressure's on more do you know what I mean so like yeah, it should, yeah. like if you wrote it down on paper and said right a, a band that didn't know each other two years ago are gonna come together from all over the country and do this thing you'd go not yeah. a chance you can't get bands in your own city to get together in the fucking rehearsal room and play so we end yeah. up getting more done because we end up doing first of all three days in a row second of all when you do every Wednesday it's easy to go oh I can't do tonight you know cooking or whatever yeah. We'll do it next week. Um, I think it's more pro- proactive, this band, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like we certainly have to utilise every single second that we're together yeah. because yeah, that's all we have for, you know, however long between sort of practices and stuff. Um, Plus, I, I think if you, like one of the things I find massively soul-destroying is just going into the room and bashing the set out <laughs> or like just, just on repeat. I... I it's just uh, like with with black cat. I I used to I used to say if we're not if we're just doing the set, I really don't want to sing. Mm. I know this song. Do you know what I mean? Like I and I'm not saying that I don't need to practice. Everybody needs to practice. But for me, singing over this thing over and over again. If you're just, not rehearsing for gigs and stuff, then playing over the same set. It's like why aren't you writing new songs? You know. But it, yeah, it's yeah. just killing me soul for it. Like I don't, I don't want to be bored of it. I want to be so excited to sing this song that it, there's um, there's magic yeah. there every time. And of course, everybody needs practice. You know what I mean? But I just I hate it, man. It's just soul destroying, just over and over again. You know? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's one yeah. thing I'm looking forward to as far as like when we get on some tours, maybe next year. Who knows? Um, knock on what that's not a phrase, knock on wood, touch wood. Um, fingers crossed. Um, knock on wood, knock on wood. I mean, it's a phrase, but I don't think it means what I'm thinking. It's it a means. song, yeah. Ah, on wood. yeah. The uh, eyes, <laughs> we, we use that in a, a local uh furniture advert. There you go, <laughs> it's like a furniture company, Oak Furniture Land, if you. Hey. No, we've got them. We've got them. Do, you, do you use knock on wood as the advert? I've never Down seen the adverts. On wood. Yeah. It's like the sort of tagline. Oh, yes. Yeah. There, you, there you go. National advert. And it's not local to Seaside. It's um, <laughs> more for life than Seaside, Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we do have some absolute belters. We, uh, we used to have Simply the Best um, by Tina Turner, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which would be simply the best South Cleveland garages. And <laughs> so when, uh, when, when, when James Bay played in Newcastle, um, he covered simply the best. And like half the crowd was in on it because half the crowd was seasiders. And so half the crowd in the, in the course went, South Cleveland garages. It was like, what the? <laughs> You can see the visible confusion on his face. Um, <laughs> what has just happened? <laughs> um, yeah, but one thing I'm looking forward to when we when we get to tour is like being able to to change the songs around every mm-hmm. single night because now we've got sort of that more than 45 minute set in original songs. 
we can try out different tracks each night and see mm -hmm. which ones work better and, and yeah. it means that we don't get too bored of, of playing the same songs. I mean, obviously they'll be also like with that I like the idea of if we were if we were going on a 20 day tour I'd like to be able to go okay so we'll open we'll say we'll open with the first two most nights and we'll end on shine or whatever and then by the end of it I'd like to be able to just go listen I'll I'll call them out I'll call them yeah. out because I, I know what the audience is going to do you know what I mean if I'm up front engaging with the audience I can go they're in a really bouncy mood let's play something real upbeat or the the, the they seem a bit mellow let's take it down or do you want to dance yeah, or, yeah. you're gonna um, be fucking tight to do it but when bands can do it it makes the night so much better yeah, yeah. i think some, some of the best gigs i've ever played have been out of that kind of necessity where it's yeah. like we have no idea what the crowd's going to be like so let's just get out there play you know the one that we open with and then you know kind of you, you start the set with a, a you know the kind of heavy one and the lighter one yeah. and then gauge it from there as to like what the rest of the yeah. set's going to be like yeah um, well, it's what Hendrix used to do, innit? Hendrix would say, um, I could tell the audience, but I'd go out and I'd play something up there in Evie. And if they responded to that, I'd be like, right, okay, this is the audience I'm playing to. He said, but it, like, if I played some, like, then I'd play something slow and bluesy. And if they responded to that, I'd be like, right, okay. <laughs> and yeah, I know what, yeah. I know what the 90s. But I, I used to do it with them, um, with the Headhunters, man, when we used to play for four hours on a Wednesday. I'd just, like, I'd just have a list and just pick them as Christmas we went. 40 days, you know. And it just makes it more interesting, I think. I, in my opinion. Because yeah, you, know, you know you know, what you're going to end on. You're going to end on the yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the big sing-along, you know. Right. And it gets even more funky when you've got songs that sort of lead into each other. Um, in my old band, we used to have two that like always, always went together. Yeah. Um, which came in quite handy when uh, there was a few festivals that played. And there was one in particular. It was, um, I don't mind naming and shaming because... It was a festival. It was a festival in Hampsley Forest in uh, in Durham, and um, we were, we were the headliner that night. So we got there sort of mid morning, I believe. Got set up and sound checked. And it was like right, you're on from you know half eight till we had quite a long set of probably about an hour and a half, I would say. Um, so we. Uh, Got, yeah, finished soundcheck, all that kind of stuff, and then we set up our tent because we were camping that night, so we were all like really excited for it. And then the first band that were playing didn't show up till after their set time had already started. But the crew were just like, "Ah, it's fine. Just get set up and soundchecked, and we'll uh, we'll just kind of set things back by half an hour or so." <laughs> so already I'm like, mm, "Okay." And then but the curfew doesn't change, does it? Exactly. No. So throughout the day, that kind of half an hour difference then sort of grew because every every single band had a bit of lag on it until it got to our set and we maybe played four or five songs and mm -hmm. they were like you cut so yeah. the singer turned around to me and went do Monroe Fist Fight which is the two that went together which was like about I mean Fist Fight was quite a long song as well so it was probably about nine minutes of uh, of song and he just was like play them <laughs> and so we got through them and then we were like right we can we can leave now because they can't cut us off mid-song yeah. we went over yeah. anyway the uh like, it's like the Hendrix always... thing, isn't it, with Woodstock, how he's meant to be headlining the Sunday, but it all got so overrun, he ended up playing on the Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. there's been plenty of, of those types of festivals. Wasn't it like something ridiculous, like seven o'clock in the morning he went on stage? Yeah, it was ridiculous, yeah. But I mean, Johnny went and spoke about Woodstock, he's like, he remembered waking up, like passing out drunk, waking up, thinking, I'll go and have a look who's playing. And they went, he said, oh, who's playing? They went, oh, no one. Oh, you, you three are here. Why don't you go on? They went and played two hours. They had enough. They came off. There was somebody else there. It was like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It me, though, when, like, when festivals um, use you as that kind of scapegoat for all of their mistakes mm. and the crew's fuck-ups. It's like, oh, well, your set's going to have to get cut. It's like, why our set couldn't you have cut the last band off at their actual cut-off yeah. time? And, you know, there's far too many occasions of that, yeah. I, I know somebody, or I, I met somebody a while back who went to Woodstock mm. and slept through Hendrix. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh my God. You know, and yeah. you go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like there's, there's every single 
major historical gig in history, there'll have been somebody passed out in the toilets because they got drunk far too early. And, yeah. Yeah. And they'll have missed it all, you know? I just wouldn't you be devastated? I went to Woodstock. Yeah, what was that? It looks like no idea. I slept through. Oh, <laughs> like, like being you know, at the Isle of Wight in it, like in 1970. And so, what, what were the who like? Yeah. No idea, you know. <laughs> like, uh, you'd be living. I was on the Ferris wheel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. But that's one of the like, I know people who go to download and then don't really go and see yeah, the band, they just go on the rides and stuff. I go, why just go camping? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can get you can go camping for a lot cheaper than like five hundred quid, which is what I think it is for yeah, a yeah. full weekend. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those things that doesn't appeal to me at all. Camping at a festival, no, doesn't doesn't grab me. Especially download. Yeah, download. Aye, yeah. Luckily, both times I've been to download, it hasn't been too bad for for weather. Mm-hmm. Like it hasn't been like tent hasn't been flooding or anything. Like that. First time I did it was 2011, and me and Dad got there on the Friday evening um, because I had a bloody English exam on the Friday afternoon, which was just my luck. Um, and by that point, obviously, all the campings pretty much taken up because everyone gets there on the Wednesday these days or, or the Thursday. Um, so we, we found a spot, but it happened to be right near to the fence to Donington Airport. And right. there was literally planes flying like over the top of us to land and take off maybe every half hour, which just was not fun for the entire weekend. Um, but then like I've done Sonosphere twice in like the kind of rock royalty bit, which is like the uh, high end camping bit. Yeah. And it, it's, it costs a lot, yeah. but you can park your car up next to your tent, which makes the absolute world of difference. Just being able to have stuff in your car and just lug it out when you need it and put it back in and then you can just drive off yeah it's one of those you know when people go oh why don't you want to go like it's like well i've come to see i've come to see music i've not come to fight through the psalm you know what i mean like exactly yeah yeah and as well with sonosphere the rock royalty was like literally a two minute walk from sort of either stage whereas with main camping you you're walking for you know a couple of miles before you get to the campsite and then even from the campsite to the car park that's another couple of miles and so every day you're just wearing yourself out even more so i mean yeah. we could see the main stage screens from our van where we were mm. where we were parked so we ended up watching the prodigy from the van because i was like i'm not too asked about watching the prodigy but i'd sit and watch the screens yeah um so we sat and had some you know cheap ciders in the van um watching the prodigy and then nice. I think it was that weekend I slept through Anthrax, which was uh, quite an impressive deal, I feel like. <laughs> I was just the, absolutely uh, knackered. And I was like, I don't want to see Anthrax. I'm, I'm not bothered about thrash metal in the slightest. Yeah. So we just went back to the tents and kept all the way through the set. I woke up, like, as they were finishing, I was like, wait, that can't be bloody Anthrax on the main stage. Surely not. It's just Motorhead's most famous support band, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that one from the big four that's not Metallica yeah. or Slayer. <laughs> but um, what's well, funny, like people talk about like the big four, and you, like I don't know why, but people assume that um, and I, and I, it does confuse me. People assume that I'm like a kind of heavy metal fan. People talk to me about the big four, and I'm like, I don't know, who you're talking about like. <laughs> to be fair, uh, you strike me as somebody that would be into Metallica. I don't know why. I Are you into stand. Metallica? Right. I can't. I feel- stand. Yeah, he's voice. Yeah, his voice right. drives me mad. Yeah, I've never heard anybody sing so badly. Hey, oh. Like it's just. Funnily enough, just Metallica me. played at uh, that Sonic's face, so they'd see the live. It's like it's it, it doesn't it doesn't really do like I'll tell you what it is, man. And I think this is one of my big problems with with a lot of that kind of genre. There's no swing in the drums, man. It's all rock, no. Yeah. It's all just yeah. bang, 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 bang. There's no kind of there's no real groove or swing um yeah i'll tell you one festival i really rate which i want us to all do next year together and that's that rambling man i'm telling you that that is um the one festival where security are actually friendly and you don't get shouted at (laughs) it's a nice atmosphere it's like you can sit down on hay bales it's you know what i mean it's just like a nice fucking place to be like Every other festival I've been to is like aggressive, a rip off, horrible to be around. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit, that's, 
and it's usually a really nice um, mixture of bands as well. Yeah, I've you seen know. some properly impressive lineups at. Um, that you'll go from everything from like Greg Orman to White Snake to Steel Panther to flipping, you know, John Shaw Taylor. It's it's very varied. It's yeah, yeah. Because who was that? Like last um, huh? Who was the last one you mentioned? Oh, uh, John Shaw Taylor. Uh, yeah. Do you like I'm Joanne? Not, I'm not saying a word. I know somebody who does. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I I like Joanne. Yeah, I just know somebody really likes Joanne Shaw Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an engaged man. <laughs> but call me. Um, <laughs> am, I, am I right in thinking that, that um, Rambling Man used to be high voltage, or was that a completely separate entity? Completely different, but it was owned right. by the promoters ran it together. Um, right. It's just the same kind of people that put it on. I think yeah. Abby has now left it to work for... Um, Forgot that she started her own company, but um, she used to book for it, and now it's Chris who put on High Voltage. Um, yeah, he likes Shine, by the way. Some... Oh, good. <laughs> I remember High Voltage having yeah. some really good lineups as well. But um, yeah, yeah. That's the first time oh, I saw the answer was a High Voltage. Right. Yeah. I was always good that Sonosphere didn't last as a festival because I think it was infinitely better organized yeah. than download ever was and yeah. ever has been because like just the fact that the main stages alternate is yeah. like you see so many more bands just because you can go between the two stages and like you know yeah. the second stage headliner finishes just before the main stage headliner so you get to see everyone if you want to you know um and then if there's not anything on those two stages that's when you check out a third stage or a fourth fourth stage and um like the entire site is just so much nicer to be in yeah. and the time of year that they used to do it was always way nicer it was always like end of august so it was like or start of august i think um so it's just really nice weather like it rained maybe twice at any sort of i've been to whereas obviously download it's just like it's a given every year if they moved it back two months or something to july <laughs> or june i, I don't get why they don't like there must be yeah. some higher up reason why they can't get that site for that time but like it just doesn't make sense to repeatedly because it like it seems like as well like even this year there was really nice weather and then there was the weekend the download would have been yeah and it pissed right. it down every single day but it's like if, if they just moved it by a week i reckon they could like probably change the way that it all happens yeah, but yeah. you know it's funny the, the only time i've been to downloads and i went to see um aerosmith and it was beautiful. The weather was great. <laughs> really? <laughs> it must be. Yeah, it must be the only the only time. Yeah. Was that the yeah. Sunday as well? Oh crikey! I think Aerosmith did the Sunday, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they headlined. They headline headlined. Yeah. Yeah, because it's normally the Friday is all right, and then the Friday night goes tits up, and then the Saturday's complete and utter shit, and then the Sunday's just written off because of Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I've seen That's what, some years where. People have been like waiting to go into the main arena, and and like, the organisers are like, we don't know if it's actually going to go ahead because it's just too boggy out there. Like it's just not safe to go out. Yeah. So they, they ended up having to kind of cancel a couple of bands because uh, yeah, they couldn't let people in in time. But yeah, that was quite a good lineup actually, man. Like there was um, I saw Cadillac Three, mm. uh, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. Yeah. Uh, I'd I think I'd I think I'd supported them. Either the day before download or I was playing with them like the day after or something. And then like a week later, they were playing with Guns N' Roses at the, at the London Arena, uh, the London Stadium. Yeah. And so I got to see the, uh, Tyler, the Daisies, um, and then there was just like a bunch of bands that I'd never necessarily go and pay to see, but I'd quite like to see. Airborne, Alter Bridge, you know, like bands like that, like that kind of B, the B team of the headline, that like Steel Panther played as well, which I, I, I even, I'd, I'd pay to see Steel, I have paid to see Steel um, because they're just funny. And it's I, still I'm, mine and Connor's dream, like, um, on our list to take Tom to Steel Panther. That would be hilarious. Because we I just want to see his reaction. I'm not sure he'd get it. I think you'd really have to try and I think press. he'd love it in the in in the spirit if he had a pint. I, and 
I think he'd love it. Either that or fucking walk out, one of the two. Yeah, I yeah. think he'd, he'd get like through a few songs and then go, oh, is this, this is it. And then just bail. Because like, once yeah. you get the jokes up and that's it, like the rest of yeah, the Yeah, that is it. The, the they joke, get old you know? quite quick, don't they? Yeah. I think, um, yeah, and then it was, um, I can't remember, I think the main support was probably Alter Bridge. It was pretty good. Uh, it's not really my thing, but it was it was no. good. I kind of enjoyed that. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, a cool man. I, um, I like Miles. Um, I like Miles's range. Uh, it, yeah. Sometimes his voice aches me a little bit because it seems too clean, a bit too perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not really any rough edges. Like he's so good that it's it annoys me. Like kind yeah, of watching yeah. Joe Satriani or something, isn't it, on the guitar? Yeah. 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 Completely that. Um. But uh, Aerosmith were probably the best band I've ever seen live. They were just unbelievable. Like the, you can tell they've been together and they know each other musically inside out. Like because there was, oh, it was just phenomenal. Like it was, uh, yeah. Have you seen any footage from their Las Vegas residency? I've seen little bits, yeah. There was some pretty questionable stuff in there, like yeah. Joe Perry's in a state these days, though, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, uh, I met Joe Perry outside Newcastle Arena when um, the Joe Perry project was supported by a company. And he just, like, kind of stumbled out of the bus and he just, like, he looked dead to the world. Like, he yeah. didn't really interact with anybody. He literally just walked along the line and just signed stuff that people handed him. He didn't have a conversation. I mean, all of, like, I, I wasn't that bothered because I, I wasn't a massive Aerosmith fan um, back then. I was there to see my company. I wanted to probably meet Paul mm. Rogers or something like that. So when he came out, I was like, I had, I got um, the... Joe Perry Project CD free in classic rock. So I was like, I've got that if he comes out, but like, I'm not bothered. Like, all the Aerosmith diehards were like just surrounding me, being like, oh, Jojo, <laughs> like just breaking the back, trying to get through this gate to see him. Um, but he just didn't say a word. He was just like, yeah. hello. <laughs> and as for the uh, Joey Kramer and that fucking Tom Hamilton, they're crusty as fuck now. I still oh, yeah. can't believe the, the, the drama that went on with... Um, they kicked you out of a fucking rehearsal with a bouncer, didn't they? Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> they basically claimed that he, he wasn't sort of fit for purpose anymore and couldn't play the set, so they kicked him out during, during the Las Vegas residency. So halfway through the residency, another drummer just shows up and is playing their set. And then I think they were due to play at the Grammys. I believe that was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And and Joey Kramer was like, if you don't let me back in to play the Grammys, I'm done. Like, see you later. He didn't play the Grammys. Then like a couple of weeks later, he's back in playing at the residency again. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Like, yeah. how can you but he turned to rehearsal and there's a bouncer waiting for him? He's like, I can't let you in. Yeah, yeah. And he had to he had to re-audition. I think that was one of the things was oh. like if you want to get back in, you've got to re-audition and prove that you can play the songs again. And he's like, I've been in the band. 40 years, like 68, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah can't that was a bit sickish, like, that wasn't it? <laughs> he, went, he went through all that, and then at the end of it, was like, I'll join you again. Like, if that was me, I'd be like, yeah. fuck you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going on holiday. Yeah. I, I, the, the most criminal thing about Aerosmith is just how underrated Brad Whitford is, man. Brad Whitford is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Like, um, there's a there's a jam session with um. Bonamassa, oh, it's um, Warren Ains gets Bonamassa up and Brad Whitford for a jam. Oh, yes, I've seen that. Whitford is just on fire, man. Just yeah. real tasteful, man. Great player. Right. Um, it's, it's it's gone later than I wanted it to again, but uh, it's time to head over to quickly, quickly to Album Club. Um, is Album Club. So this week, we're going to find out uh, what album we're listening to this week for next week's album club, uh, and it's Aaron's turn to choose. So I, I know that you've you've said you've got two options. One of them's potentially... I've gone for a short one. Oh, okay, fair enough. So what what is... So last week, we did um, <laughs> Middle and Let It Roll. Hi. <laughs> um, so you've now got to make that connection between Middle and Let It Roll and whatever you've chosen. So what's, what's the connection? This was a fucking hard connection to make. So... I went through tours they've done, couldn't find any proper support tours. So I went, um, looked at the producer for the album, 
uh, he'd done a lot of similar kind of things, but not albums I really knew. Same with the songwriters that wrote, co-wrote some of the songs. Um, so I started getting into influences. Okay. Um, I found uh, an album that was celebrated last week as a birthday. Uh, came up on their influence list a lot through their Spotify and Facebook. So I thought, there you go, I'll use that. So I'm going to do Faces. A nod is a, a nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. Nice. nice. What a choice, yeah. I, I thought you were going to get like down the alleyway of... Um, I've been through everything, and the link is they've both got vowels in the name. <laughs> well, I've picked a band from the Midlands. <laughs> I should have done that. Yeah. Listen to Black Sabbath because they're from the Midlands. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that is um, next week's album club, and it's time to head over for some lemons and peaches now. <laughs> so uh, lemons and peaches is where we take something about a week that we didn't like which is our lemon and three peaches which are things that we did like about a week um, and present them to the group so I don't know who wants to go first I've, um, I've, I've, I've got quite a large lemon go for um, it. Yeah, we've got a visual for this one as well I'll, that in <laughs> I'll, I'll send you <laughs> Oh, you've sent you the picture. So this morning I get in my lift and there's a picture of a guy holding the microphone in the lift. So if the lift gets stuck, you press the button and go, hello, Mr. Lift Engineer, I'm stuck in the lift in, you know, X, Y, and Z. And this, I've bumped into this fella a couple of times, right, where, um, like, in lockdown one, I went out to pick some post up and he was kind of stalking around on on the floor of me apart like my apartment's on up on the fourth floor and I was like you're right mate he's like there's banging I was like yeah I can hear that it was like someone putting like a shelf together or something it's like it happens constantly it's happened for 10 years I moved in 10 years ago and it happens constantly I was like well it's coming from down there and he was like it's not it's coming from up here I was like no it's definitely coming from down here because I can hear it coming from from down there and he's like no I live down there anyway he's a little bit He's cut the microphone out the lift because he thinks it's listening to him. And I'm absolutely fascinated by this guy's mindset. I, abs- I love it. He, I'm like, he took I, a picture of him doing <laughs> and then pinned it up. And then put it like I, when I got home, I said to Jess, at what point do you kind of, first of all, do you go, the lift's listening to me? What are you saying <laughs> to yourself in the exactly, lift? Yeah. This is the thing, like, what conversations is this guy having that warrants him? Like, I need to take the microphone out of this because, like, I can't deal with people listening to what I'm saying. Like, in the lift, just having like a ton of lift sex, and maybe he thinks that is, is there a camera in the lift as well, or is it just just was it just a microphone? Definitely not a camera in there. Just okay. a microphone, right. so you can talk to the. <laughs> so, so maybe he thought that people were listening to him. But I mean, but you've got to have a lot of lift sex to to warrant taking out a microphone on the off chance that somebody's listening to yeah. it. Like, but he, 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 he strikes me as a bit of a flat earther. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I would love my, to think that, my... like, because he's had this, made this decision that is like, the lift is listening to me. He's <laughs> like, because you're, you're in an apartment building, you, you move into that kind of thing and it's not your own space. You know, it's like... Made Communal. Else. Yeah. Um, to get to that conclusion, he must must have thought that there's other microphones in his own apartment. Hmm. This I is would the love thing. to think that he's like absolutely torn his, his room apart <laughs> trying to find like the hidden wires and stuff. Yeah. Because he thinks that the like the people are listening to him. Like that has to that has to be where his mind went because I just and, don't get why. <laughs> my, so my lemon this week is I'm just a little bit sick and tired of this this kind of mad kind of anti-reality culture that I see in every now and again and it's just baffling me like like, I'm genuinely kind of concerned for humanity that people think they're going to be injected with microchips you know when they get vaccinations and stuff like that like I'm just at a point where I kind of go 
oh my word, there's genuine things that like we can actually see as a problem, like stuff like homelessness, the fact that we're cooking the planet, you know, like stuff that there's fact, solid fact and evidence for that can be backed up. Yet there's people kind of going, 5G is going to fry me brain. It won't. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm just a little terrified that people are, I'm just concerned. So my, my, my lemon this week is I'm, I'm massively concerned for people. Um, yeah. And the man who has decided he needs to, you know, chop the microphone out the lift and take a picture of him doing it. The best part is, it's like, he doesn't want to be like surveyed or anything like that. Then he's, you can see his face in the picture. So he, he wants people to know that he's cut the microphone out. Like, he's not like, I, I want this yeah, he wasn't even like that, was he? It was like, yeah, exactly. It's like I want people to know that this is me that's done this. <laughs> I just, so, I just look. Like, I want to have been there now. Did he get in? Spot it, cut it out, like take the picture, go in, and then leave to do what he was doing. Like, because he had to go back to print it off, print the picture. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's so much dedication in there as well. It's like, it's like a, it's like an art piece. <laughs> what he's done. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not the first kind of weird poster that he's put in the lift either. Like right. there was a really, there was a really weird poster with um, lift his, his face from when he was young. His face now, um, Everton Football Club's crest, the other shite's crest, and a, a really weird what looked to be almost like something off like Doctor Who or like some one of these like a kind of you know, the man from Uncle kind of crests and don't buy the sun. And as much as I agree with that statement, as much as I am, and, and the city is, you know, very solid yeah, yeah. in solidarity with not buying the sun and, and funding Murdoch's lies, I'm just totally confused as to what would make you think, i tell you what I need to do when I get out. Put it in the lift. Paint and put this in the lift. With my face on it. With, my, like- with my grid on it, yeah. It's that same you're, mentality you're where, like, I've seen on, on quite a few motorways up and down the UK, people think that the best way to get the message across about flat Earth is to write just research mm. flat Earth on the back of signs across yeah. ro- motorways and stuff, or just just the words flat Earth. And it's like <laughs> nothing in the history of the world has ever been sort of uh, argued Sorry. properly via this method like yeah nobody yeah. takes that seriously like i don't no. get where the mentality comes in where it's like you know nobody believes in this stuff but if i write it on a signpost across a motorway oh, yeah. have you get... seen that um you've seen that ricky gervais thing when he's like people question it and he goes they ask you like how do you know it's not flat he goes well this guy has been up in a rocket seen us round taken a picture that is not round come back down and show me the picture and to be honest with you mate it's good enough for me it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I can leave, you know, just just anything, just to wrap up my lemon. Um, if I can leave anything, if you, while we're on the flat earth thing, go on Netflix and watch Behind the Cave. It is the most hilarious yet infuriating documentary I have ever seen in my entire life. It's a bunch of flat earth freaks trying to pl- prove that the earth is flat with all these different, very expensive experiments, which all prove that the earth is round. And then at the end, instead of going, oh, whoops, we're wrong, they go, we must have done the experiments badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, my friend, is stupidity. On the other hand, my peaches, um, my peaches are... Um, <laughs> Look at my peaches. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm making pizza tonight. Oh, right. I'll, I'll pop to Tesco and see if there's any sides... And the, any ready-made pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God, they're already done. That'll save time and effort. No, uh, there was um, the Pizza Express dough balls on sale for a quid, quid a pack. Nice. Win. They're usually like three and a half quid a go. So I was, uh, I was pleased with that. Uh, and my other peach was uh, I caught someone in work bonking. Yeah. <laughs> I caught two people in work doing the nasty. Lovely. That's <laughs> that's mid. Yeah, great. And oh, do you know them? Were they like uh, uh, customers? No, no, they were they were visitors. So, right. um, 
Yeah. Uh, I was on the third floor, which is the International Slavery Museum. Oh, God. Why? Right. Yeah. Not, not an erotic place. No. Um, a place for contemplation. Yeah. So I have to go and sign off that the toilets have been checked. I very rarely talk about this shit, but it was funny. So I have to sign. So I, I sign. There's there's two like access toilets at the end of the gallery. So I sign one, and then me and my oppo Helen, we sign one, and we 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 tried the door of the second one, and it was locked. So we stood we stand waiting. Thank God, this has been a while, hasn't it? And then someone opens the door, sees me, and then just retreats back into the toilet. <laughs> So hell was like hell went over and they like put her ear against the door. And she's like, there's two people in there. And then the door went again. And then we both, I don't know why, but instinctively hid in the other toilet. And I was like, what are we doing in here? Because now me and you are stood in here listening to see if they're coming out. While those two are stood in there listening to see if we're here. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so anyway, <laughs> in the end, it all kind of it petered out. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, so that's my uh, that's my second peach. Is I caught a couple of people doing the nasty. Wonderful. Have you, have you got a third peach, or are we? Uh, oh, does that count as two? Third, third, yeah. The third peach is um, today when I was looking through the Spotify report. Uh, we've re- this year we've reached forty four countries more than we reached last year, and the country that gave us the most love is Canada. I was and- mind blown by that. Like, no. I just. Nobody's yeah. ever kind of come forward and gone, hi, I'm from Canada and I listen to the fact. So like, <laughs> and the fact you know that- why? I think I know why. Right. Paul Rogers and his wife live in Canada. <laughs> Paul Rogers knows who I am and loves me. Yeah. He loves it. He's just, just got you some armor of it. Yeah. That's absolutely what it is. So, yeah. Thank you. I agree. It makes sense that it's like just one person because yeah. I haven't seen anything of like sort of, you know, multiple people. Yeah. No one's no one's sent me any maple syrup in the post. You know, there's uh, I haven't received it. So, yeah, gotta be. Yeah, that was. Oh, uh, sorry, Peach Four. Um, no, my, no, 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 no. You can't have it now. Yeah, because this know. is ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. going. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. I was definitely going to steal. I ain't yours. going last. I fucking ain't going last. Yeah. All right. Um, my lemon. Yes. I uh. Lots and lots and lots of hours on the phone with fucking British Airways trying to get money back. Um, Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I managed it. Good. But uh, I sat on the phone the other day for 40 minutes on old, and then all of a sudden it just went, goodbye. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) What, man? But um, I won. I got the money. Um, That's that's an absolute win, because... Getting yep. money back from any kind of thing like that is just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to say, you can have a voucher. Yeah, if, you, yeah. if you persist with it, I think they get so bored of dealing with you. Yeah. They go, okay, just give them a million yeah. pounds. Yeah. Company. You have to push and fight to get the money, don't you? Yeah. Um, number, all right, so Peach, we got a we got a website. We do have a website. I did it first. All right. Um... I had more peaches and I've forgotten. <laughs> so keen to steal mine that you forgot your own. <laughs> I genuinely had peaches as well. What the fuck? Something's happened. Something has happened. Um, I was in a museum and I got laid. <laughs> <laughs> when did we last do this? I can't even remember what's happened over the weekend. Oh, I can go to the pub. Oh, you lucky bastards! I mean, I say this: I would never go to the pub anyway because I'm not. I don't. I don't go to the pub for nice no, kind of stuff. But yeah, it's nice to have the option. I mean, I like to go to a restaurant. That'd be nice, which we can't, which I can't do. So only problem is, it says you have to have a substantial meal, which if my local is classed as a two-course meal. And which as soon as you finish the food, you have to get out. Aye, is there yeah. any rule against just kind of leaving? No, I was going to order a side salad and put it on the side and never, never touch it. What do you want that on the side of? My lager. <laughs> yeah. Like, does Guinness count? Guinness does count as a meal, man. Definitely, yeah. soup, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, big time. Exactly. Um, 
Something else, but I don't know what. I, I, that'll do. Go on, Joe. Fair enough. Um, so my lemon this week <laughs> is another one of these first world problems. Um, the other week, me and Anna were in Tesco and we'd spotted in like the kind of we're getting rid of all this stuff section. It wasn't the reduced bit, but it was a different bit. Um, I know what you're going to say here. Sorry, I know what you. I know where you're going with this because I suffered from this recently myself. Carry on. Okay. I wonder if we're going to have exactly oh. the same thing. That would be mint if we did. That'd be interesting. Um, we spotted these donut baking kits. Does that mean anything to you, Johnny? Um, Candles. So it's the- Candles. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so I spotted this, these donut baking kits, and it was like you get twelve mini donuts out of it. I was like, it's seventy-two p. Why not? You know, we'll. They were done in the oven, which I thought was quite odd, but I was like, you know, we'll, we'll get them mm-hmm. and uh, there'll be something fun for us to do on an afternoon and we get donuts at the end of it. The entire process just annoyed me because the dough was really sticky and it just didn't get less sticky. And the, the dough was literally enough to make, I would say, five small donuts. You could not get 12 mini donuts. It would, it would have been like, year big right <laughs> so we did eight, so eight mini donuts and um at the end of it we, we had we shared one with with butter on it because when they got out of the oven it was like these smell and look like dough balls they don't look like donuts nice. um so we had one shared that one with, with with butter on it and it was nice as a as a dough ball and then we left them out overnight and then went rock solid. So we've had to pin them off. Um, so I'm just annoyed that I spent more than a second on these donuts for them to just completely waste my time. Um, so that's my lemon for the week is, uh, is a donut. So peaches. Uh, peach one is we, we have a website um, and people ordered from it. So if you did order from the store, thank you, thank you so much. It's meant the world this week to have orders to send out to people. Um, they've all been sent out that have come in, so um, you should be getting them. You should have them by now, unless you've ordered from the States, in which case. Which people have. That's right. Yes, exactly. want to buy our things in America. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely mind-blowing. Um, so thank you for that. That's, that's great. Um, Peach 2 is I managed to get my hands on a limited edition Biffy vinyl over the past week. Um, it did it as a pre-order and I missed out on one of them ages ago, which was my lemon from back in the summer. Um, so I was on it straight away, got that. So that was um, that's not released yet, but it's coming soon. Um, so I'm happy about that. And Peach 3 is... Um, I'll say the Spotify stats again because um, they were really nice to look at because I feel like whenever I look at the stats, I'm always like, ah, it's it's not enough. But at the same time, it's, we only have two songs out there. So mm. for those two songs to be doing as well as they're doing, I'm absolutely fine with it. I just can't wait to get more out there. Yeah. So that, you know, I, I couldn't believe how many playlists we'd been added to. It was, it was over yeah. 400 playlists. 451, wasn't it? Yeah. 451. Absolutely nuts. It's like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Blowing. So thank big thank you to anyone who's listening to us. Um absolutely um, yeah. In playlists and stuff. It means a lot. Yeah. Um hopefully, you know, at some point we'll have some more music to share with you all. Definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like forever away. Yeah. Um so yeah, that, that's uh that's my peaches. So that about wraps us up for this week. Um I'll, I'll advertise the store again. Um, if you go to keylocktheband.com forward slash store, um, or, or is it shop? Go to keylocktheband.com and then click on the shop. <laughs> it's I think it's, I can't remember whether it's store or shop. You made it. I know it is. I didn't add, we had to change the URL as well. Um, go to keylocktheband.com and there's there's a link to the shop there. Have um, a look on We have, yeah, just go have a look. Um, we've got less than, 10 t-shirts left I think we've only got one small mediums have already sold out and we've only got a couple of larges and extra larges left so if you want one get on it because um, once they sell out we're not going to be reprinting I don't think um, so this is like literally your last chance to get one of these t-shirts before we move on to other designs 
Um, and we've also got some prints that are A4 size, so they're not too big that they'll take up way too much room, but they're nice, nicely sized. Um, so you can get them. There's a bundle for two of them. Um, and we've also, I, I, we're selling the, uh, the lockdown cover that we did for Dirt Cheap as well on the website. So you can get the, an actual download of that. We never did the download of that. It's not on Spotify. So um, yeah, that's everything that's on the shop. Um, you can also go to the website for podcast stuff. We've got a podcast page on there. Um, and whenever two of it's come about, they'll be on the website as well. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, Follow us on Facebook. I mean, the chances are is if you're listening or watching the podcast, you've probably done all this already because we've been telling you to do it for 15 weeks. But like <laughs> us on Facebook. If this is your first time listening and you don't have a clue who we are, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Spotify. We are slash Gear Lock the Band on everything, or at Gear Lock the Band on everything, apart from Spotify, but just search for Gear Lock. Um, and yeah, that's... Uh, and we're all thoroughly nice people. Well... I don't know. Joe is. Joe's thoroughly nice when, he, when he's not under pressure to make a video. Yeah. <laughs> then, I, then I get shouty. <laughs> I'll call you a dickhead and I'll give you 20 minutes later. <laughs> That's how it should be. You what? That's how it should be. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it for this week. Um, we'll see you next week for some more antics and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>